Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Chuck, a retired accountant turned truck driver. I reduced my debt in a relatively short period of time. Debt reduction to achieve financial freedom takes commitment, confidence, determination. When and how to debt consolidate. Debt consolidation may be a good idea, can get you the loan with the lower interest rate. Is your credit rating improving or getting worse since your last loan or new credit was issued? Getting a higher interest rate loan does not make any sense, so beware before getting a loan consolidation. I have two articles in my show notes that I'm referring to, so you can get the link to read the whole article if you wish. The first one's from Forbes.com, pros and cons of debt consolidation. Between credit cards, student loans, and auto loans, it may be difficult to keep track of payments and balancing of outstanding debts. And I'm going to go over what you can do to solve that problem. Consolidating these debts into a single loan may streamline your finances, but the strategy won't likely fix the underlining financial challenges. For that reason, it's important to understand the pros and cons of debt consolidations before committing to a new loan. What is debt consolidation? Debt consolidation is the process of paying off multiple debts with a new loan or a balance transfer credit card, often at a lower interest rate. And that's important. If you're not getting a lower interest rate, you want to look at other ways to reduce your debt. The pros of debt consolidation, it's going to streamline your finances, have one to pay instead of multiple, may expedite the payoff, might you might be able to get you out of debt faster, could lower interest rates. Well, it will lower interest rates because you shouldn't do it at a same or higher rate. May reduce the monthly payment, can improve credit score, and the cons, it's going to come with additional costs because you got closing costs on the loans, could raise your interest rate. You may pay more in interest over time. You risk missing payments. You don't solve the underlying financial issues. Why did you get in debt the first place? If it's a lot of credit card debt, why did that happen? You need to solve that problem before you do any debt consolidation. May encourage increased spending. Those are all the bad parts of debt consolidation. If you have bad credit, you might want to work on improving your credit before you even start looking at doing a debt consolidation loan. And how are you going to do that? I'm going to talk about two scenarios. The first scenario, and I'm assuming that you have a little bit of debt, maybe one or two or three credit cards with fairly low balances, 5,000 or less, maybe 7,000 or less, and you have a good credit score. You've, you don't really have a spending problem. If something came up, maybe your car broke down and you had to use the credit cards to fix it. Maybe something else came up. Maybe you had a baby in the family and you had hospital bills. Whatever happened, and if it's a one-time thing, then you may be a good candidate for doing a loan consolidation. 
because you're if you got a good credit rating, it's fairly likely that you'll be able to get a personal loan at a lower rate of interest and be able to get those credit cards paid off and then get that loan paid off in a shorter period of time. If that's the case, then you are a good candidate for a loan consolidation. If you are struggling to keep your credit score up, or if you're just getting a loan because you have too many of them to pay and you have a hard time keeping track of it, that is not a good reason to do a loan consolidation. And my first tip is your first goal of getting out of debt is you want to quit creating new debt. You're doing a loan consolidation. You're, you're creating new debt because you're going to have costs on that loan. So you're going to borrow a little bit more than what you're going to pay off. That may be good if you have a good credit score. It may not be so good if you have a bad credit score. And you don't want to do it unless you're going to get an overall lower rate of interest. Why pay more for interest just to have the convenience of making one payment? That does not make any sense. So if the reason you are trying to get a loan consolidation or thinking about it is because you got a lot of debt, Here's what you need to do. You need to list out all your debt that you have. You can either write it down on a piece of paper. You can put it on a spreadsheet on your computer or any other programming computer that you can, like a te- uh, your word processor or whatever, and list out all your debt. You can even just keep your monthly statements and put them in order by the highest interest rate first and just keep them in that order. So what you need to keep track of is the name of the who you owe, the due date, when it's due, the minimum payment, how much would the minimum payment be, the rate of interest, and the balance. Once you get that list out, if you're using a spreadsheet, then you can sort it by highest balance to lowest balance or lowest balance to highest balance. You can then subsort it by highest interest rate. So you could have your lowest balance first and then with the highest interest rate and then the next lowest balance with the next highest interest rate on and on. You, you get the idea and you can sort it out and you keep track of it every month. And you know, because you have the due date, you know when it's due, you know the minimum payment it's due, and you're going to know which one, how much the balance is, and about when it's going to get paid off. That's the idea. And that's the only thing you have to do. If you're overwhelmed because you have a lot of debt, you just got to get organized and you just got to keep track of it. If you just have a lot of student loan debts and it's all very low interest rate, you don't want to do a loan consolidation and pay them all off because you got a lower rate of interest. You want to keep the lower rate of interest loans. You want to get rid of the high rate of interest. So remember the goal to getting out of debt. Your debt reduction plan should be one, quit creating new debt. Two, so that by getting a loan, you're, you're not really doing that. Two, start 
and maintain an emergency fund. So when something bad would happen, you have the cash, the money you can put in your checking account and you'll be able to pay for it, at least most of it. Once you have your emergency fund, make the minimum payment on all your debt until that emergency fund is built up. Then you continue building it up. And then when you have 3,000 or so, maybe more, over the amount you need in your emergency fund, say your emergency fund's $500, and once you have $2,500, then you can use the $2,000 and pay off the lowest balance first, or you can use it to pay down the one with the highest rate of interest. If you do the lowest balance first, so you have a credit card with a zero balance, that's a good thing. And you want to keep that credit card at a zero balance. And then after that, you can start applying to the highest rate of interest first and pay them down. And you got to do this on a timely manner. You got to make all these minimum payments timely every month. Why? Because that will help you improve your credit score. And the better the credit score that you have, the lower rate of interest you can get when you go out to borrow that money, that personal loan, to pay off the rest of your credit cards. You're gradually improving your credit rating so you can get a lower rate of interest. Also, the better your credit rating, the less you're going to pay for auto insurance, home insurance. Your insurance premiums can and will go down over time. So don't forget, there's a two-prong attack here that you're doing. And that is in a nutshell what your debt reduction plan should be. The next case scenario, the first scenario was somebody with decent credit that could go out and get a lower rate of interest on a loan, and they use that to pay off their credit cards because they're not they don't have a spending problem. It would maybe be in a one-time thing and they got their credit cards under control. And now they're working on paying off that personal loan. You never ever want to use your line of credit against your home or do a cash refinance and take a cash out on a new mortgage because if something bad in the future would happen, you're adding to that mortgage payment and it's going to be more difficult for you to make a mortgage payment. And then you could have, in the end result, you may lose your home and then where are you going to live? You're better off having that credit on your back for a while until you can get paid off. And the next scenario I'm going to talk about is somebody with really super bad credit and what you can do to get work your way to being able to get a favorable debt consolidation loan. My second article is from the nerdwallet.com, debt consolidation loans with those with bad credit. So what is bad credit? Bad credit would be if you have a credit score of less than 630. So if your credit score is around 600, 575, you're going to have bad credit. So how do you fix that? Well, one of the, in the articles are saying, improve your debt to income ratio. So you can increase your income and that's going to definitely help when you can also reduce your debt. 
If you have a bunch of small loans or credit cards with low balances that for some reason you're not paying off, work on getting those small balance credit cards paid down. Increase your income and pay off those small loan amounts and your credit score will improve over time. It doesn't happen overnight, but it'll happen over a period of few months. So you still are working towards trying to get a loan consolidation because you're overwhelmed with all your credit cards. This scenario I'm going to be talking about is somebody has seven or eight or more credit cards with a balance of 8,000 to 12,000 in each one of those. So you got quite a bit of debt and all those credit cards have high rates of interest because you have a bad credit score. So what can you do? Well, I'm going to repeat what I already said. You have to have a debt reduction plan. What needs to be in that plan is what are you going to do? And two, what is your current debt? You got to know what's going on in your debt life or your financial life before you can get it under control. So what caused you to build up those credit cards to high balance? Was it a one-time event? Maybe you were unemployed for six months, nine months, or a year. Maybe you had uh, medical issues. Maybe there's something else. Maybe you had car problems. Whatever it was, you created a lot of debt. Or if it's just spending because you were had the credit and you just went and bought stuff that you didn't really need, that's a habit you have to stop doing. Because you see what where it got you. It got you in debt with a bad or low credit score. So you need to work on improving it. The number one thing in your debt reduction plan is quit creating new debt. Number two is identifying what your debt is and what it's made up of. Again, you need to make a list, whether you write it down on a piece of paper, do it in a spreadsheet or do it in a word processor. It doesn't know the name of the card that you that you owe, the balance on that item, the due date when you when your payment is due, the amount of the minimum payment and the rate of interest. Then you can sort that out by highest interest rate first and then highest balance second. That way you're going to concentrate on paying off the high interest rate balance. Now, just a note, if you have one or two credit cards that has a balance that you can get paid off in three months or less, a lower balance, pay those off first. And then when those have a zero balance, keep them at a zero balance because in the future, we're going to use that to your advantage. And then once those have a zero balance, now you want to concentrate on paying down the credit cards or the loans that got the highest rate of interest. So you got to identify what it is you owe. Then you have to have a plan on which one you're going to pay off first, which one you're going to pay down second, pay off third, etc. So that's why you make a list of them so that you can identify that. And you can then, if you're doing it on a computer and you got a spreadsheet or some way to sort that out and put them in a different order, that's what I highly recommend. Then you got to make the minimum payment on all of them on a timely matter. Why? Because that's going to help your credit score over time. 
if you're making late payments, that's going to kill you. Now, you can also look at your credit reports to see if there's something on there that doesn't belong to you. Maybe you made timely payments in the past, but they're saying you were late. You can contest that. Or there's something on there that doesn't belong to you, and you can contest that. So you can then look at your credit score, and then over time, that's going to help. And the last thing you could do is add a cosigner. I do not recommend doing that. You got yourself in this problem and debt all by yourself. You got to get yourself out of debt all by yourself. So don't rely on a cosigner or a family member to bail you out unless you absolutely have to. And it might be tough to find one willing to take that risk to be a cosigner because then they'll become liable if you make a late payment it's going to affect their credit score. If you don't make any payments, then they're going to have to make the payments for you. So they may not be too willing to do those things. That's, that's important. So once you identify them, now how are you going to pay them off? Well, as I said before, if you have a card or two with a very small balance and you can get them paid off quicker, you want to do that. Then I recommend that you pay off credit cards, your loans with the highest interest rate in that order until you pay them off one by one. This is a very slow process. It will take you a long time to, before you see anything building up or any major improvements, but it's like Donimo. It starts out slow in the beginning. Then as you go through and build, it builds and builds and goes faster and faster and faster. And before you know it, in three to five years, you should be out of debt. You should have those credit cards out of debt and you should have your life under control. And you got to remember, you need an emergency fund. That's part of your debt reduction plan. Why? Because then you have the cash to prevent number one from happening creating new debt. You don't want to create new debt. You want to pay your debt off. And you can only do that if you quit using debt as much as possible. So having an emergency fund to cover those expenses that pop up that you didn't plan for or were un unaware of, that will help the cause. And the final thing that you probably should be doing is a budget on your total finances. Have a budget. You got to know the how much money's coming in, how much money is going out every month, month in and month out. You're not going to get your debt on control if your if your utility bills fluctuate. If they're super high in the winter time or in the summertime, if you live in a warm climate, then you need to account for that. If they have a periods of time where they're low. You might be thinking you're getting ahead on paying down that debt, but it's just a temporary couple months because your utilities bills happen to be low for a couple months. And then it's going to bite you in the butt. It's going to sneak back up on you. So if you have a budget and you know what's coming in and what's going out, you'll be better off. Increase your debt to income ratio 
the more income you have, the better off you're going to be. Or the, or the other scenario, the less debt you have, the better off you're going to be. I'll be back in one moment with my final thoughts. If you listen to this podcast, Reduce Debt, Increase Wealth, on an Apple device, scroll through all the episodes towards the bottom, and you can select write a review and leave your comments, and you can rate this podcast. I appreciate all feedback, and I thank you for your time in doing so. You're probably thinking I'm crazy and that to have a debt reduction plan is really not necessary because you think you can do it without one. I'm going to tell you a little story about my life. I spent 20 plus years struggling to pay off credit card debt. I would get it paid down to zero and then a few months later I had a balance again. Again, I would make additional payments every month. And as soon as I made that additional payment of that something else would pop up in my life, that was something was due that I forgot about because I didn't have a budget. So I was struggling to make those payments. So I was living paycheck to paycheck. I was never making any progress. And when I did make progress, I still didn't have a savings account. I really didn't have an emergency fund. So when my car broke down, then again, I had to use my credit cards and I was behind again. Then I was trying to make extra payments to try to get it under control. And that was an ongoing cycle for 20 plus years. Finally, I realized from reading all the information I had, plus my experience of being an accountant, I decided I need to get serious about this. I need to set up myself a budget. I need to know what's coming in every month and what's going out. So I can plan ahead. And I need to know in how far out in the future, three, six months of what's gonna come due. Like my car payments are due twice a year. My homeowner's insurance due once a year. My real estate taxes are due twice a year. So I had to make sure I had enough money to cover those when they came due or I would be getting into debt again and I would never get out of debt and I was always behind. So I set up a budget. I set up myself a debt reduction plan. I made steps to increase my savings account. And know what happened? In three years, eight months, I paid off $130,000 of debt. Not only did I get out of my credit card debt, I paid off my auto loans. I paid off my line of credit and I paid off my first mortgage. And now I'm 100% debt free. And how do I do it? One, I had a financial plan. I set my goals and what my future would be and what I was trying to do. And once I realized that I'm gonna be retiring in a few years, that there's no way I could have all this debt and still live off my retirement income. No matter what I did, I would be coming up short. And I didn't want to be living my retirement, struggling month to month, trying to pay my bills, mostly my debt, because my income would be down to about half. So by paying down my debt, I've definitely made my future look brighter and I'm much happier for it. I'm much farther ahead on saving up money for my retirement and I have no debt. 
and how did I do that? One, I had a debt reduction plan. I list down all my debt, I put them in order, and I made a conscious effort to make the minimum payment, build up my savings account, my emergency fund, and when I had two or three thousand dollars extra in the savings account, I would apply it to one of those debts. It was slow going in the beginning, but in three years, eight months is not a very long time. So while it was slow for the first year and a half, maybe two years, and then it started gradually speeding up. And by the time I was in my last eight months, I was down to my line of credit and my first mortgage. And it only took eight months to pay off my first mortgage. Granted, I've been working on it for 20 some years. Granted, I did refinance my mortgage multiple times and I suffered for it. I cut back on all my spending and I focus on making enough money to pay off that big mortgage payment. And it worked. And when I got to a point where my mortgage balance was low, I was able to refinance it at a lower rate for a shorter period of time, 10 years. And it didn't take me 10 years to pay it off. It only took me about six years. You're saying, well, you know, you had that low rate of interest, you're just wasting your money. My goal was to be debt-free before I retired. I reached my goal two years before I retired. It does work. So keeping track of your debt, knowing what your incoming income is and your outgoing bills gone are on a monthly basis would generally help you plan ahead so that when you make that big extra payment on that credit card debt, you're not gonna be surprised that something else is gonna come due. You're gonna be ready for it because you have the money in your savings account. You're gonna be able to pay it and you no longer are dependent on using debt to pay your bills. Become financial independent takes commitment, determination, confidence. You gotta be confident you can get it done. You got to be determined. You got to stay the course. And no matter what, over time, it will speed up and you'll be much happier in life because you have no debt.